0: The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at MSLandBank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. All right, it's officially go time. It is go time welcome in on what's today thursday what's up everybody on this thursday hope you're uh kind of you know the back end of your week is going like it's supposed to gonna shoot you off into the weekend um the way you'd like that's what thursday is about huh that's what it's about as far as i'm concerned welcome into the show i'm matt in the farm bureau insurance studio farm bureau insurance go with the home team they are your home team across the state of mississippi Hometown heroes, that's what we call them there, Farm Bureau Insurance Agents. Why? Well, because when you have that fender bender, God forbid, 11 o'clock on Saturday night, everybody else in the bed, (laughs) not everybody, all the responsible people are (laughs) in the bed, Uh, and you don't want to have to wait to kind of get the ball rolling or if you have a question or need or something from the insurance perspective. You don't want to have to wait until quote-unquote business hours on Monday morning, right? Well, your Farm Bureau insurance agent is going to be somebody local right there in your town, your community. You're going to know them personally. You're going to have a cell phone number. You just text them, wake them up. They may be awake too. They're going to get on the job right away. And that's what's cool about having your insurance with Farm Bureau. Hey, I want some coffee. So listen to this. 25 seconds left to play. You're listening
1: to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to the Matt Wyatt show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. All
0: right, that's how it's supposed to sound.
1: I got a question for you I've always wanted to ask you, but now I remembered Hit me. it.
0: Hit me. Did you choose the music for that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Damn. it comes from a, um, you know, a, what do you Some call it? Some of these it? radio music beds. Yeah, stuff. one of the creative services out there that you can basically buy the rights to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well,
1: you got to be creative to use something that was creatively made to be creative on your show.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's it. I've mm-hmm. always
1: thought that, I mean, that's got some funk to it, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. the old mid-70s funkadelic kind of stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Back in your old heyday. Yeah, man, when I had hair. Mm-hmm. Well, you do the whole... uh CCR thing you do your head back and forth and the flaps on your hair would kind of go back and forth also <laughs> I know yeah, we
1: call we call them wings
0: wings yep wangs. you were trying to fly away you got them feathered wings on that,
1: <laughs> on that butt cut
0: <laughs> I've forgotten all about haircuts I've yeah. just totally forgotten about it it's not Jake a, it's not a part of my world anymore I'm telling <laughs> you like it's a it's a strange thought to think about having to go somewhere and sit and wait first of all and then sit in a chair and take up like an hour of your day just to get a haircut
1: well look that's a strange thought (laughs) well you know you know i grew my hair out my barber forever was my my first cousin who was like a brother and i lost him in september 2019 i didn't cut my hair for like 14 months Uh and when i when i decided to cut it I, I was really going to wait till the spring, but I looked in the mirror and said, I'm going to wait till the spring. And my wife says, no, it's time. So I, I, got, I got my haircut at this local barber there in Clinton and went back to him last week to get a, you know, fr- to freshen it up, as they say. Mm. And uh, he's retired. Oh. So I had nobody that I knew. Well, Beeve've got a good cut and, and Jake has a nice haircut. So I said, hey, so they told me who they go to. So I went to her on Saturday. She gave me a haircut. I, I text a picture to my wife afterwards, and she said, wow, that looks like that dude that does Brandon football.
0: Oh, I, no. To my Wimberley? <laughs> yeah. Holy yes. cow. So I sent him
1: the whole thing because, I mean, it's a friend of his that he went to high school with, and she's got her salon and all that kind of stuff. And mm. You know, I don't have a whole lot of hair, so I'm, I don't have a few, but a few haircuts left in me but anyway i just thought it was funny my wife goes you look like that
0: that that looks like that
1: guy that does brandon the guy
0: that does brandon football (laughs) and i said leanne that's jake oh
1: i didn't know they were the same person
0: that's great yeah that's great i got to hear a, a little bit towards the end of chris's show jake popped in the studio they were really glad to see him
1: yeah he freaked chris out oh did he yeah, he just took him completely out of his game.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's neat. I was it was good to hear his voice. Yeah, and then, he won't be
1: on the show today. He'll be broadcasting uh, M A I S uh, championship games. Oh, cool. in the Next couple of days, so okay. his show will not be happening.
0: Well, and Chris was like when he left, he's like, "Oh boy, it sure is good to see uh, Jake. It's good to see Jake. Good to see him every now." <laughs> and I'm thinking, Beaver sitting across from you, the man sees him every afternoon. <laughs> for what, two hours, uh, I guess, you know, or three, no, three hours, yeah, Three hours. Uh, yeah. normally. Well, good for Jake, we'll be tuning in. Yeah, MAIS Championship Games beginning today at JA, two of them today, and then what, three tomorrow?
1: Yeah. That's correct.
0: Three tomorrow, and then the, the 6A game on Saturday over at uh, Veterans Memorial Stadium, and then, of course, high school playoffs going on all over the state in the MHSAA, uh, no, no high school games and MHSAA games tonight. They'll all be tomorrow night. The ones that are able to happen, you know. So, kind of keep your eyes peeled on that. Follow it closely. You're going to need to follow it closely. Uh, let me get to a couple things here. Y'all, text us in the country, please, in text line eight eight five ESPN a six zero one number 885-3776. Text me 885-3776 call me on the Davini phone Davini Equipment Madison and in Jackson you're Kubota dealer the oldest Kubota dealer in the US they've been doing it better longer than anyone else and said Davini here's a number to call me on the Davini phone 995-1059 again 601-995-1059 so hit me up you got to look at states numbers that it's low and I'm going to jump over here on Twitter and look up what uh, Robbie Falk <clears throat> excuse me, uh, tweeted about it yesterday, last night. Numbers are uh, getting thin for State's football team. They're right on the verge. they got just enough players, one or two above the line, allowing them to go play this weekend, which is good. You don't want to play as opposed to not. But uh, we'll take a look at those numbers. First, though, Anthony from Tupelo, Country Pleasing Text, he says, Has there been an announcement about who will call basketball games with Neil? Talking about Neil Price, Hale State voice on Twitter. No, Richard Williams, a former Final Four coach, is back into coaching. He's now on the kind of the extended staff at Southern Miss men's basketball. And as far as I know, Anthony, I mean, I know there's not been an announcement, and as far as I know, there won't be. You know, unless in years coming up in the future, there's. You know, another opportunity with Coach Williams or an opportunity with a former player or something like that. My understanding is that this year going forward, Neil is going to fly solo on calling uh, Mississippi State basketball games on the radio. And, uh, you know, really happy for Coach Williams, but I'm kind of mad at him <laughs> because I sure did enjoy listening to. Uh, To him on the radio. One of the the
1: best color analysts ever.
0: Oh, yeah. No question about it. No question. And everybody believed the same thing. I do is listen to a game you felt like you knew a little bit more um, about basketball when you got through listening to one of the games that they did. So, yeah, again, it's my understanding it'll be Neil uh, flying solo this year. And he'll do a great job. There are a lot of basketball guys around the country that you know do it by themselves call the games by themselves chris says on the country please and text line as long as dr brojo doesn't go to brooksy's barber he's good yeah i don't know <laughs> brooksy's barber might be his own you know the whole hair thing to me is this and it's easy for me to say because i'm at a time in my life where it doesn't grow on the top of my head anymore me so neither. i just shave it myself like I've, I've been doing that for years now i got a pair of the same pair of clippers I, these clippers are what now this is 2020 so we're looking at seven eight years now that i've used the same pair of clippers just buzz, buzz it all off every now and then let it grow a little bit then buzz it some more well um
1: the good thing about you though man it's not many people can see the top of your head <laughs> yeah
0: i guess that's good and I wear hats mostly, too, because I get cold all the time, and hats keep your head warm. But I'm sort of like, I'm the I'm the opposite of the, if you were to look at an example, like the Duck Dynasty guys when it comes to hair. Yeah. You know, in his philosophy, look at Phil Robertson, his philosophy is, well, God put it in me, right? Like, he made me, created me with hair growing out of my head and hair growing off my face, and, you know, the whole hair growing off my face thing, the beard thing, he said that's one way that he created men different from women. So I figure he put it here. so I'm just going to let it grow. I'm not cutting it at all. So he goes the convenience route with his hair and beard. And he doesn't want to cut it because he doesn't want to fool with it. Just let it go. And that's one way to do it. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. But because I shave it all off. Cause I don't want to fool with it because <laughs> if I, if it grows long, I'm going to have to fool with it at some point. And I so don't for you, want to
1: So for you. It less is more.
0: Yes. See, yeah. and I don't, I actually, I, I pretty much have to shave every day on my face, but like my head, man, I can shave my head once every couple of weeks. Sometimes three I a, weeks. I have
1: a clean shaven face for the first time in 18 months. Why is that? I don't know. But I, I I forgot how to shave my chin and I cut it.
0: <laughs> kind of got out of practice. Yeah, I don't know,
1: man. I just kind of went, you know, what do I look like now? I mm-hmm. said, when you look like me, you kind of you get real bored with the way you look, so you have to find ways to be uh, creative.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what is this from Louvier? He just texted us, and I don't know what to think about this. He said, "Men that are bald on top are lovers. Men bald on the sides are thinkers, and men bald all over." They think they're lovers. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> what in the world, yeah. Luvier? You know, we'll just take your word for it. Hey, look, man. <laughs> I, I have
1: never met him. I would love to meet him. But yeah. that man is a wealth full of knowledge. He really is.
0: I got to meet him once at a... We doing a show out there at Davini and he stopped by. Yeah, you know, he put a face with an accent. That's one of those with Luvier. Put a oh, face he's got with the... Accent. Yeah,
1: he's got the true Cajun. That's no, he definitely walls. does. Yeah.
0: All right. So uh, let's look at this. Let's jump in here. Enough of dilly dallying. (laughs) Yesterday. um, Yeah. A lot of gaggers. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Yesterday, uh, we learned that Nathan Pickering opting out at Mississippi State. So that's a big time player on your defense because, you know, playing a lot of snaps. I don't know that he was necessarily like your. This year, your starter, but if that's a position, it almost doesn't matter if um, you're a starter. It's kind of like running back. It's like, um, you know, they're going to rotate everybody. So everybody's playing. Pickering, really good player. I think NFL potential. And he opts out, so he's not going to play the rest of this year. He kind of left it open-ended in the tweet yesterday saying... You know, this was not about transferring. And so maybe it is a COVID thing. And that's was sort of my take on it yesterday is regarding the opt-outs. If a player either has a coronavirus situation himself or a coronavirus situation in the family, or if it's something like that where, you you know, again, a COVID issue. I mean, nobody can really blame them for doing what they have to do. If it's not something like that, And it's strictly about playing time or you've gone this far, you don't like how the season's going, you decide you want to transfer. Well, I don't like that. Then it feels like quitting. But, you know, if it's a COVID thing, I mean, people have to do what they have to do. It's new for everybody. Okay, so that was kind of my take on it. I don't know what the details are uh, as to his reasoning. Okay. But it takes that depth out of their defensive line. I think he could be a future NFL player. He's really good. Okay. Really good. Uh, Crummity had sort of probably taken maybe a few more snaps in Pickering throughout the year at nose guard, but two young players at nose that were rotating in and out for the most part when they were both there. I I don't know who's left, though. I mean, you do have some guys um, that have shuffled in and out, but at a position where depth is so important, defensive line, nose guard, that's a big old blow to your depth. Right here with uh supposed to be how many four games left? Well, 3 games left and the potential makeup game with Auburn. You know, kind of a could should would, you know, sort of thing. So, overall, Robbie Falk pointed this out on Twitter last night after getting that news. He says, "Going through the roster, He said it's going to be incredibly hard for State to play these final three games. The available scholarship player number after injuries, opt-outs, and transfers is 61. And that's without knowing how many players have COVID or are in the contact tracing, you know, quarantine world right now also. Now, it's my understanding they are testing again today at state here on Thursday. They're testing everybody again, you know, so it's fingers crossed hoping that there are no new positive tests. If that number is true, 61 available scholarship things, but the actual number available for this weekend at about 55 is, 55 players for state available this weekend would be scholarship players would be two above the 53 threshold that the SEC says you have to have that they dipped below so they couldn't play Auburn. And so all it would take is another test or two. It could even be one test and then or, let's say or three another guys opt out or something
1: like that or another
0: know? opt out or it could be a positive test and say three guys are quarantined because of contact tracing. And then you have to either – either you don't have enough to play this weekend or you have to convince the league that you have enough to play even though your numbers aren't there. Yeah. And people can say what they want, but I'm just telling you on the inside, there's only one way that coaches and players look at this, and that is they want to play, all of them. There's just no such thing as, hey, I'm a – Division one football player or coach here at such and such university, and you know, I really don't want to play, so let's come up with some COVID. I mean, look, y'all, that's just not re- that's not reality at all in any of these places. It's not the way they think that I guarantee you, 99% of your players on these teams, even if they don't have enough, would be like, Hey, well, I don't know. Bring in two walk-ons and give them scholarships for a week. And let's go play the game. That's just kind of the way they look at it. Anybody who's ever played competitive sports, you know what I'm talking about. There's no thought of not playing because of some built-in excuse. You don't care what the odds are. You want to play. Think about it all week. Everything you're doing is so you can put on the uniform and go play. You play because it's fun. Right? (laughs) Right. Right. So they'll find, I think they'll find ways to do it. Again, I know there's a scare out there right now um, because of the wording of that stuff. And Robbie is 100% accurate in what he tweets that according to this 53 man minimum that the SEC put out there, state's getting really close to it. In danger of not being able to. Yeah, of course they are. They're in danger of not being able to play those last three games because if they pop up and have two more positive tests and therefore six more guys that have to go into tracing, well, now you don't have enough. And you would have to, I don't know, use some provision or convince the SEC that you could play even without the right number of guys. But if it's a like the offensive line issue before Auburn, you have a certain position that gets hit just right with COVID and tracing, and you can't really field a team. So injuries have played a part for them also and all that kind of stuff. They they just, um, they're day-to-day. Literally, I mean, it is absolutely literally possible that tests could come back from today's COVID testing at State, they could come back positive, and now you can't play this weekend. It's absolutely possible. We just don't know. You know, what does it mean going forward? See, here's what I don't understand. Is if if the NCAA, which they are, giving eligibility, like free eligibility to everybody this year, and even upperclassmen, seniors, everybody can come back and play next year if they want to. Because they've done that, is that why... The NCAA wouldn't loosen the signing class restrictions so that everybody could get their roster going. See, if they did that, that'd be a big advantage for a team like state. You know, teams that are solid and don't have any, you know, turnover and a rash of opt outs and quits and stuff like that don't have to worry about it. You look at Alabama, they've had basically what? No opt outs? I mean, I don't think they've had one. So it's different for them, plus established program you know, one of the top three in the country every year in terms of recruiting, all that kind of stuff. But you look at state. So they're sitting there right now at this point in the year with COVID injuries and opt-outs and transfers at 61 available scholarship players. Well, that means if you sign 25, look at this. If you sign 25 guys... Tomorrow, that puts you exactly at 85, the 85 limit. And we know that the 25 is the most they'll allow you to sign in a signing class, supposedly. Unless you've left some over from the year before. Now they've extended the dead period into April, so everybody's signing class this year is going to be weird. A lot of players are going to sign with schools they've never been to. I'm wondering how State makes up the roster numbers in a short period of time.